This is the first of four podcasts from the 2017 Symposium on Insect-Plant Interactions. In these podcasts, Functional Ecology Associate Editor Alison Bennett talks to researchers about their work and the future of plant-microbe-insect interactions. So what's your name and where are you from? And oh, sorry. So I'm Noah Whiteman. I'm a professor at University of California, Berkeley in the Department of Integrative Biology. But I'm from Minnesota. So I study the ecology and evolution of, of plant-animal interactions, usually from an evolutionary and functional genomics perspective. Okay, I'm a postdoc. So my name is Ainoa Martinez Medina. And I work in plant microbe insect interaction in a I'm trying to understand the mechanism driving the impact of beneficial microorganisms and how plants interact with other community members, like pathogens, and in the last year, most related with herbivores. I'm working at IDIF, it's a German Center for Integrative Biodiversity Research that is located in Leipzig in Germany. Okay, I'm John Christoph Simon, and I'm working on the aphid uh, biology and especially the interactions between the aphid, the host plant, and their microbes. And this is what I'm doing currently on, on this topic. I'm uh, working in, uh, in France, in Brittany, and I belong to the French uh, National Institute of Agriculture Research. And my work is, uh, is dedicated to aphid, um, and particularly aphid as pest. What are the main scientific and technical challenges in your research? Well, I think I would think about that in two ways. In, in one sense, I think there's a challenge in interesting ecological systems to bring mechanistic and functional genetic tools and insights into those systems. And on the other hand, in the systems where those tools are developed, there's a challenge in bringing ecological relevance to them. And so merging the two, I think, is a frontier, but it's starting to happen. Mm -hmm. I think there are two main challenges. So the first one is uh, the complexity of studying these uh, multitrophic levels because we are trying to understand how microbes interact with plants and how this interaction also affects how plants interact with herbivores. And even more, we are trying to scale up to the next trophic level. So this is one of the main challenges that I see. And the other one is regarding with this uh, mechanism, because uh, at the moment we are doing very targeted approach. And now I think with all of this development of new omics techniques, so a challenge is to take this uh, more untargeted approach and combining different omics techniques and trying to integrate them. And sometimes this is uh, challenging because they don't have the same resolution and we have also these temporal changes and I think this is also the, the methodological issues. Okay. From wild side, we want to have a simplified system to like uh, achieve good uh, conclusion in terms of uh, mechanisms underlying the interactions well, well, working on but we want this also realistic so the main challenge is to combine like uh, research on simplified system but realistic in 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 in, in ecologically relevant uh, situation that's the main challenge <laughs> mm -hmm. um what are currently the most exciting developments in plant microbe insect interactions in your opinion in my opinion, I think people are starting to step outside of the model systems so and the agricultural systems into wild natural systems. So we'll find out if the principles that have been discovered in these model systems actually have relevance. Um, but I do think people need to push the boundary a little bit more. Um, so today, some of the talks we saw, you know, no one was using mutants of the bacteria or the plants, and we can now. Um, it's pretty easy to transform bacteria. Lots of strains exist, for example, that will infect mustards that have like the type 3 secretion system knocked out or have virulence factors like coronatine in or out. 
and that can really have an impact on indirect and direct interactions with the plant. So I'd like to see more of that in these natural systems. But it's hard because regulatory agencies might not let you release those microbes. So it's a real challenge to nail the function, um, I think, because of those things. I come from a very applied side, so I really like that uh, they really work. So when you do experiments in the field, you can see that the plants really have a clear phenotype. So it's clear that they are working, so they can use them as alternative for many pesticides. However, we don't know the mechanism, or we don't understand how is that possible. But I think it's very exciting when you really see that they are really working. With these high throughput uh, technologies, we are revealing more and more, uh, I would say, um, diversity, bi microbial diversity. So somehow it's uh, it's very important to understand uh, this diversity and how this diversity could relate to more functional traits. So the challenge is to relate this diversity to functional uh, ecology. This is a uh, this challenge we can uh, probably. Um, overcome through integrating more and more uh, field ecology and uh, homics and more uh, studies on mechanisms of these interactions. So what future advances, basic or applied, do you see in plant microbe insect interactions? Well, I would say the biggest one is right now is the use of microbes, especially bacteria, to um, alter plant phenotypes and um, sort of yield increasing either through um, herbivore resistance or tolerance or through abiotic kind of resistance or tolerance. So for me, um, it's a little bit of a black box, you know, because the, the, a lot of these companies are creating formulations of microbes and, and applying them in different field settings and testing which, you know, kind of combinations of microbes work the best, but figuring out the function of those, what they're doing specifically is going to take a long time. But that's an exciting area. And it's not transgenic, so it's less controversial, especially in Europe. So I think that could be good as long as um, uh, we are starting to understand the actual mechanisms. Well, I think that uh, something we need to, to do is uh, to, to study better what are the mechanisms, because I think it's the only way where we can do realistic models that uh, can help to, to to, to see or can help to advance how this uh, interaction is going to work in real environment. So I think we need to, to start working more in these uh, models, so more, more realistic models to allow us to uh, do real predictions. Because indeed, I mean, uh, so sometimes we, we, and we plant, we have hypotheses, but they don't work in the, in the environment or they don't behave as we expect. So in the, the, the only way to do this is improving this, uh, all of this modeling. So the advances would be for me to manipulate the microbes, either at the genomic level or at the community level. So this is the main challenge. Uh, we would like to like progress on manipulating these these symbionts or these microbial communities for uh, uh, understanding better the, the mechanisms and the, the cost and benefit they could provide to the host through more mechanistic uh, uh, studies. And uh, yeah, this is one of the main challenges and manipulating also the assemblage of microbial communities uh, could be done in some system, but some other systems are limited the way we can manipulate this uh, community assemblage.